Welcome to the Pathway Podcast. This episode is the final part of our Explore series. Pathway staff held a panel discussion to offer their perspectives on this school year's theme. Stay tuned after the sermon for this week's next steps. I'm grateful for these guys on stage. Uh, Like I said, we haven't ever done this before. We've done some different panels and done some things like that. Uh, I joked and said that's, uh, you know, the benefit of being lead pastor is I get my own table. Uh, So uh, anyway, but um, it's mostly because we have an odd number of people and we're trying to figure out how for it not to look weird. Uh, But uh, anyway, I do like my own table here and have all that in front of us. But uh, I just... uh, I'm grateful for everybody here on stage. Uh, as we've been going through this Explore series, one of the things we've talked about is trying to communicate with you our, our plan and our vision because we get together as a staff and we plan out the upcoming year and we plan out what's ahead, uh, but we don't always necessarily kind of let you into that process. And so we want to open that up a little bit today, talk to you about how we got to this idea of Explore and uh, why we're moving forward in that direction And so, uh, one thing real quick for anyone who doesn't know, uh, everybody up here on stage, or at least maybe you have questions if you're newer about what everyone does, Uh, I know we've got a slide with the Pathway staff up there, and it's uh, got our uh, titles up there. I'm the lead pastor, founding pastor, Um, started here, uh, is it 13 or 14? I did two weeks ago, I did a history of Pathway, I've already forgotten it. Hope y'all paid more attention than I did. I I have to ask my wife how old I am, I'm usually within one or two years. So dates, dates, I don't really care about dates that much. But uh, 13 or 14 years ago, founding pastor and still the lead pastor here um, and just uh, kind of try and keep uh, all the mechanics going forward and, and all of that and dealing with, uh, you know, individual issues and everything else. Uh, Mitchell Nelvin uh, is our executive pastor and Mitchell um, was here as a college student, served in the college ministry, went off and uh, helped with the work in Columbia, Missouri, came back and uh, Mitchell... Uh, really kind of one of his main roles is with small group leadership and really focusing on what kind of is uh, the core of who we are and small group uh, training and leadership and, and helping those leaders. Uh, but then also as executive pastor just uh, manages a, a whole lot of what we do. Uh, and so pretty much if you have a question, I usually say talk to Mitchell about that. I just wait for him to tell me what to do. Uh, and then uh, Jack, uh, here to my left, Jack is our college pastor he is the Thrive Director on the campus of the University of Arkansas, but uh, also the way that our staff works, uh, those aren't separate. We, we kind of entwine everything we do and we plan accordingly. We want the future for this year and the vision for what Pathway is doing also to be the vision that they want on campus with Thrive. And so Jack has a lot of input into what we do here uh, on, uh, at Pathway and, uh, and also many different things uh, throughout the years that, that they've done at Thrive Successfully that then we incorporate here as a church. And so uh, it's, a, it's not a separate thing. It's a very good working together relationship between those ministries. Uh, Larry Fincher. Larry uh, came on uh, years ago and uh, serves as our chief of staff. He really helps us um, kind of uh, stay on track. He works really good with personal accountability with uh, each of our staff members and, uh, and helps us ask those questions about ourselves and about our ministry that we need to, to move forward. The same thing that he tries to help do with families through home builders, he's helping each of us try and do as well. 
mainly what I do is bring the medium le median level of the age up. <laughs> you know, when we started Pathway, I was like 29, and everyone else on staff was like 19 to 22. And so, yeah, when we had to bring Larry on to just to, to make us look more respectable. But uh, anyway, and then we brought on Dom, and all that came crashing the, the ground. I bring the down. Yeah. So. And bring some diversity as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dom makes all the diversity jokes within the staff meetings, but uh, anyway, so uh, Dom uh, serves as, our, as an assistant director at Thrive, but also as a creative director at Pathway, and as all of you know, uh, last year when things shut down for COVID, Dom really went into high gear uh, making all of that work. So just very quickly, and we're going to jump into telling you how we got here, our purpose statement, we talk about it at Pathway a lot is that our purpose is to create a community that is equipped to bring Christ to our city. That's both our mission to bring Christ to our city and our vision of how to accomplish that, which is all the different levels of equipping. And we talk about that all the time, and it's just a real succinct way for us to filter everything we do um, through that purpose statement. If it's fulfilling that purpose, then we keep doing it. And if it's not, then we either scrap it or find a way to make it fulfill that purpose. And really, it is just a kind of a retelling of the Great Commission. In Matthew chapter uh, 28 and verse 19, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey the commands I've given you, and be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And so... When we get together as a staff and we plan, the first thing we do is we bring out the purpose statement. We evaluate everything that we've done to see how are we fulfilling our purpose. And then we say, what do we need to do in this upcoming year? What's on our heart? What do we see as a staff that we need to put extra focus on in this upcoming year? Sometimes we nail it, right? Last year, the theme was persist. Uh, and, uh, you know, we came up with that in the, the, uh, the year before. And then, whew, COVID hit. It, we, we, we were on ta target. And so years before that, we've done a year where kind of leadership was our main focus. We really need to focus on that. This year is explore. And so I'm going to throw it over to Mitchell to kind of talk about how we started walking through that process to, to get where we are. So we, we did something else this year that we've never done before, believe it or not, uh, was take a staff retreat. And we originally planned it for January to help us plan for the summer, the fall, and the spring. And the snow hit. Right in the middle of that, or actually, Jack was dealing with some COVID issues. That's what it was. So Jack, Jack had COVID, and so uh, we had to postpone it. And we went out to the Enos cabin for for two days, and and we just had never gotten away as a team before. And one of the things that we noticed a couple of years ago when we were really working on team development is that is that we really struggled to collaborate as a team, and because of how many teams we lead, that became really obvious. So. We decided, hey, let's go on a staff retreat for this year. As, as, uh, as big of a year 2020 was, let's make sure that we capitalize on it. Well, what we wanted to do on that retreat was establish and make sure that all five of us knew exactly how we got to where we were. 2020 was a watershed year for a lot of reasons, but we wanted to make sure that each one of us, because of different points that we came in to being on Pathway staff, we knew exactly how we arrived here in 2021. So in this timeline, uh, we have where Pathway launches in 07, uh, services started in August of 07, so that's 14 years, is that right? Is that the math? 
Yeah, okay. it is 14. Uh, and so we started services. Small group started earlier that year in January, I believe. It started in Jeremy's mind in like 1989, but it, it took, <laughs> took that many years to... Not that old. <laughs> Close. And, uh, but in 2009, you see where, where, where Jessica Flanagan, Jeremy's wife, was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, the building, and so we had a couple of years where she was undergoing treatment. The building was completed in 2011. Uh, and the staff transitions in 2013 where we had some staff turnover. That's when I left. Uh, then we also had some leader turnover a few years later in 2017. And Dom was baptized in 2018. And, and we put worship night up there from last year. And, and I'll explain a little bit about that in a second. But what we realized when we mapped out how we arrived to here in 2021, what we realized is that each time we had a lot of progress as a team and as a church, it was coming out of some really difficult circumstances. Jack was hired in 2013. Well, we were going to make a phone call to start the interview process with Jack in fall of 2012, but his dad passed away. And so we waited a few weeks to make that first initial phone call. And Larry's wife, Elnita, passed away a year before he came on staff here. And each one of those, like there were some big improvements, right? We had some big improvements uh, in us as a team that came out of some difficult, difficult situations. And of course, worship night 2020, we filled up this room. We had averaged the highest monthly average we had ever averaged on a Sunday before in the month of February. And we had a worship night just like we had it back in, uh, in March. I guess we had it this year. And the, let me, let me borrow your mic, Dom. Is that better? Okay. Sorry. Jeremy, you're supposed to let me know. Um, <laughs> so uh, worship night 2020 was great. Uh, just to give you some, a personal brief story, uh, I thought that in my mind, I thought, all right, this is where we take off. Because in 2017, when we had all that staff turnover, that was really difficult for us, but we knew that a lot of good things were going to come out of it. And a lot of good things did come out of it, and it led up and kind of culminated in Worship Night 2020. And we, we were probably the biggest we'd ever been organizationally with the amount of leaders and also just with number of attenders. Well, a few weeks later, COVID hit. And I remember praying that night of like, God, on February 2020, whatever you want for us as a church, wherever you're leading us, uh, we're ready for it. We want it. We desire it. And COVID hit in March. And so that was something that was difficult for me to handle. It was difficult for us to handle. We had a lot of hard conversations. Jeremy and I had a very hard conversation that first weekend that we canceled services. And we knew that it was going to be such a tough, tough time uh, coming out of that. But we also knew that, that God blesses in those times because of with Jack's dad passing away and Thelnita passing away in those times. And and we knew that 2020 could be a big year. And Larry, of course, and his job pushed us to make sure that we leveraged 2020 for all of its worth. But when we did this at the staff retreat, Dom, you noticed something that, that you weren't aware of before with this timeline. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, and we were out there at the cabin. I was just very encouraged by seeing, and this is just a couple of quick hits on the timeline. There was an exhaustive list of pretty much everything that's happened since Pathway was founded. But I was encouraged by the fact that, you know, I had assumed that when I came in the door in 2017 was when I was saved and I came through the door here at Pathway to find a church. And, of course, because of Thrive and, and some of these guys who had poured into me. 
uh, I'd come in and, and seeing the leadership structure close to how it is now, of course, you know, we've built this team up and developed this team stronger since then, but I walked in the door then and I wouldn't have known that they had gone through any of the, these other things, these really hard, difficult things, and I was encouraged by that fact, and one of the first things I remember thinking and saying was, wow, this should encourage us because of what we've gone through now here in 2020, because we're coming out of a storm uh, and we know and we've seen God bless through all these different situations and all these different hardships with the staff and with our volunteers and people in the church as well. And so, I don't know, I was just very encouraged and, and motivated by that. Yeah, with, with Dom, the reason his baptism is up here, we, we give him a hard time because he is uh, the youngest guy on staff by far. He's uh, 17 years old. Um, <laughs> But he, he just got married in January and, and all that. But his, his story of how he arrived here is really special to us. And, of course, when, 20, when the pandemic hit, Dom became an essential part of our team because we had to go completely digital. And Larry really pushed us to make sure that 2020 was the best year yet. In a lot of ways, you can go down the list. Financially, uh, small group participation, you can go down the list. And 2020 was a big year in just about every category. And uh, and when I was praying that prayer, is that still me? No, you're fine. There's some static. Let me turn this off just in case it is me. While, while we pause, yeah. you realize twice Mitchell has said that he prayed COVID on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I don't think, no, I don't, my prayers aren't that powerful. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, we, we, but we were ready for, we, we, we weren't ready for COVID. We were ready for a big year and it ended up being a big year in a big way that we didn't realize that it was going to be. And it was go time for us. And we knew that. And, uh, and, you, and all of you came along for the ride with us. And we're so appreciate, appreciative of you and the grace that you gave us as a team. And um, the other thing that we did at the Stafford Tree is we brainstormed different ideas on what we wanted 21 to 22 to be about. So for the summer and the fall and the spring, that's a different theme that we chose for the previous year. So persist was the theme for 20, for 19 and 20. And so for 20 and 21, we wanted to, or 21, 22, we wanted uh, a new theme that reflected what we wanted this year to be about, this school year. So we asked ourselves, how do we build on such a watershed 12 months? How do we build on a 12 months where so much changed and we gained so much progress in so many different areas? And Jack, one of the things on, the, on this list you, you made mention of specifically, you want to talk a little bit about why that struck you and why you wanted to make sure that was on the list. Yeah, so uh, just that more than you can ask or imagine, um, really that kind of came out of just everybody telling their story through the time, through the timeline, and us beginning to realize that, so that 16, 17 time frame where there were some difficult moments, and then really almost going on either end of that kind of point to realize how Larry came, and then how I came here, both out of uh, death, you know, kind of something happened and really got our families thinking in different directions in different ways. And then even to listen to Jessica and Jeremy's story and then also some health issues with, with Jeremy and to see how, you know, there's been difficult decisions from each one of us and how as a church family too, um, there's been some difficult moments during this timeline. But then that God is also blessed in great ways and he d- happens to do that 
sometimes out of difficult moments, a lot of times out of very, very difficult moments. And that thing is very, that, that statement's still very true even in those, those moments is that God can do more than we can ask or imagine. And sometimes when you're in those low moments, when you're in a 2020 and everything is chaos and crazy and all that kind of stuff, uh, it feels like, oh gosh, what's happening next? Uh, what are, how are we going to make it through this? And oftentimes that's where God does, you know, more than we can think. And there's another uh, phrase on there that Jeremy suggested, full send. Jeremy wanted, if you know what full send is. Yeah, I had to have them explain it to me. So I... don't, don't lie, Jeremy. You know that you wanted full send. You love that phrase. You hashtag that all the time, whatever that means. Whatever um, hashtagging is, yes, I do. I do that too. And we, we, wanted to, we realized it was such a big year, right? And we wanted to make sure that we pushed in that area. And uh, Jerry, or Larry, one of the things that you said was refined. That was a word that, that you had on the list, refined. And the reason that we felt like it was such a refining year is that it really strengthened our core. So all of our team leaders had to take a big, big step up. And we felt like if things come back to normal, any closer to normal than what 2020 was, we knew that we were poised to do new things and go in a new direction and take new ground. And so that was where we landed on was the theme explore, to, to explore this new territory post-pandemic, hopefully at some point, and definitely in 2021, to have a new perspective on how we can do things in the style of ministry that we wanted. And we thought of different Bible stories like Abraham leaving Ur and being handpicked by God to be his family, his chosen people on the planet, and how Abraham really didn't have a clue other than the promise that God had given him. We, we thought of the Israelites crossing over the Jordan River and seeing the promised land after wandering around for 40 years and leaving slavery decades before. They see the promised land, but now the real work had to begin. They had to start on, on not just leaving exile or leaving slavery, not just wandering around the wilderness, but they actually can see the end and that they need to actually start the real work. And of course, we, we think about Jesus, we thought about Jesus leaving heaven and coming down and spending the 33 years with us and showing us what it looked like to, to be someone who was a child of God by living his perfect life. And we thought of those different things where where we could explore those different areas and those different Bible stories and how that can inspire us to explore things in new ways. And, of course, we poured all that through our purpose statement and ultimately our vision statement, which is to bring Christ to our city. How can we explore our vision of bringing Christ to our city? That became the question, and uh, it's nice. I love these brainstorming sessions, but then like, it quickly turned to well, how do we accomplish that? How do we explore bringing Christ to our city? And that's where Larry and Jack come in the most pragmatic of the, of the five, I would say. You know, just to sort of tag on to what Jack said, it was sort of interesting on that timeline that out of adversity came victory. And in my situation, I had lost a wife. Lorinda had lost a husband. And so we sat down before we were married and said, you know, how could God use us at this stage in our life? And we came up with a list. And the next week I met with Jeremy and the staff and said, uh, if we had come to Pathway, if we moved to Fayetteville, how could we be used? And those two lists lined up. And so we've been excited and still are about coming and being at, at, at Pathway. And so it's been an honor to work with, with these guys. And uh, 
we've done a lot of praying and a lot of thinking about how would you prepare Christians? How would you disciple? What would they need to know? And so we came up with what we call buckets. And uh, we were talking about this panel discussion and said, well, you know, people are not going to know what buckets are. <laughs> so what we did, we listed all the things that we would like to teach, all we would like to instill in people, and we put them into categories. So the categories are our buckets. And so this is more or less like a curriculum. And we make sure that we're teaching and we have events and whatever in these categories. And those categories are vision, evangelism, leadership, back to the basics, family, and in finances. And so those are the areas that we operate in. And so, yeah, each one of these, as we start thinking about, well, what does it look like to explore? And so there's different stages of just that that idea and that gives us a guide really I mean at the end of the day is it that big of a of a of a thing if you understand explore or or if the word explore means something to you eh maybe not so much but it for sure gives us kind of a guide in which the direction we're heading and so as we begin to think about how do these buckets apply to our lives and how uh, as a as a lot of our demographic and in our pathway family is um, that that we got families Right, so so families need equipping. Uh, one of the things that Jeremy has said ever since I've been around, at least, is that man, if we if we can keep families together and keep people out of debt, then there's a there's a lot of things that we could do. Um, and so finances is on that list as well. Um, we we learned early on, and especially being around Larry and how leadership plays a big role, and how there's it's one of those things that I don't know for me. There's been a lot of time where hey, you're either born with it or not, right? And that's not always true, that, that leadership has to be developed. And so what does that look like within the church realm? And especially like an explorer, as we walk into this next season of life, all of us, uh, what does it look like for us to, um, to, be, to be leaders in our families, to be leaders in our, um, our jobs, and to be leaders uh, just kind of in and amongst our communities around us? And so each one of these buckets are going to fall into, and, and, and we'll spend some different time in the way that we do our series and the way that we walk forward in uh, this idea of taking new ground and uh, moving forward in our lives. And so these buckets will give us opportunities, too, to kind of have a balance in teaching as well. All right, so what, what we do and, and kind of the purpose of today is to allow you to see um, maybe a little into how we plan, why we plan this way. And it's because we feel that responsibility to not just have a plan in place, but to know where it's taking us and, and to know what do we need to be equipped with? How do we need to, to do that in such a way that we can fulfill the Great Commission? Because that's a church and personal responsibility. And it is our job to help all of us along that path. And if we move along that path, if we are equipping ourselves to be able to do that, all the other things in these buckets, uh, they help make that happen. And so we keep moving in that direction, and, and it's in a good direction for all of these. And so all of us bring something different to the table. We're all looking at how you know this, this theme for the year, how, how this vision will impact what we do. And so just real quickly, um, let's just go around and I'll start off with Dom. What are you excited about uh, with this upcoming year? Uh, with Explore? 
Yeah, and um, Jack and I, we work really closely with our college students. Uh, I know one of, of course, just like everywhere else, college ministry was through ebbs and flows this year. It was really difficult to get in front of people. Uh, one of the things we said all year long is now more than ever, there's a reason for um, Joe Schmo to just stay in their room and play video games all day long. And um, there's less initiative taken, per se, uh, from some of those students at times. And so for us to be able to get in front of people this year was difficult. Um, but we brought in a really strong freshman class. Some of you guys are here. Shout out to you guys. Um, we love you guys. They were really solid all year long. Uh, and so with our group, of course, it being hard and we're, we're down a little bit um, this past year, but we're excited really for the campus to open up back up again this year and for us to be able to get in front of uh, new people to kind of pair that creating the community with um, bringing Christ to our campus in our, in our instance. And so we're excited to see what that freshman class does and the rest of our group as far as going and being disciple makers to share Jesus uh, with as many people as we can on that campus this year. So, Yeah, no, they, they talked about, Jack has said all year long, it's like the deadest part of the summer on campus, the middle of the fall semester, and still you walk around the campus, nothing's there. So really excited for this year, uh, what uh, can get back to doing some great things. Mitchell, how about you? Um, you know, my answer has changed this question several times since we've talked about it earlier this week. Um, but really, the if, I, if I'm most excited about men's retreat or advance, I apologize, Shannon, men's advance, because as Shannon says, men don't retreat. Um, <laughs> if it's a wise thing to do, I think you should retreat. But... Uh, <clears throat> The, the men's advance, because every year it's, it's been really different. And uh, this past year we were all exposed to COVID, but we won't talk about that. Um, uh, and this, this coming year, it really shifted a lot of people's values and perspectives. And just for, for example, for me, uh, our neighbor, just, we live on a small street and, and we're kind of isolated from the rest of, of where the other neighborhoods. And we all know each other now in a different way before. And it shifted how we relate to each other. And because the men's retreat is so different and because 2020 was so different and shifted our values and perspectives, I'm really interested to see how the men relate to each other differently. Because if, if I, uh, as, as somebody who's grew up in this church and have, have look, I have looked up to so many men in this church to then turn around and, and be on a retreat with them and, and learn from them in that way, in that setting where we're opening up in ways that we can't really open up and in front of our wives or in front of our small groups or just the interaction on Sundays. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see what all the men have learned in this church and how we can uh, be better leaders and fathers and husbands and, uh, and people that, that try to make a difference in our community. All right. Yeah, and so I, I, one of the pieces that we've already kind of alluded to that's gonna it's gonna play it's gonna come out um, quite a bit as far as scriptural references and stories uh, is just that idea when the children of Israel and they get into the promised land kind of thought. Um, for those of you who are aware of it, I, I definitely encourage you to go back and read kind of through that. But that's something that kind of helped guide a lot of our thought process here. And so that idea too of where Caleb stands up and he says, "This is my ground. This is this is something I've been waiting on," you know, kind of thing. Because when I think about excitement, there's been just a few things happen here lately um, that when I stop and think about college ministry and some of the things that Dom talked about that, that is beginning to happen. My family and I have been here about eight years. And so something I've been able to start seeing more and more of and I get super excited about that the guy who leads our small groups at Pathway is a Thrive alumni. 
um, that the, the person who's leading our AV team is Thrive alumni, the person who's leading, um, uh, I mean, just our, our welcome team, um, the person who's involved with, or one of, the, one of the ladies who's involved with leading our kids' ministry uh, is a Thrive alumni, the person who's leading our teenage ministry is Thrive alumni, the person who leads on stage every Sunday, uh, and, and most of the worship team uh, are Thrive alumni. And so when I begin to think about that, and as a matter of fact, I just we talked about this, just, just out of curiosity, if you came through kind of MBSF, Thrive, um, would you raise your hand real quick? Kind of just if you're here this morning. So there's quite a few people, right? And, and that's not the end all. We were going to ask if you came through at Fayetteville, raise your hand. Yeah. Jack. Sorry. Jack's the only, the only outlier. One, the only one who didn't. All the rest, yeah. all the other four of us actually came through this college ministry. Right. And so when we think about like what that what college ministry kind of means and involved with our church, it's a big deal. And, and, and even from day one, Jeremy knew coming to Fayetteville it would be. Um, so that gets exciting to just see some of those freshmen, to see some of the different people who have graduated, to see them beginning to take roles as young men and young women involved with our, um, with our church and what that looks like uh, moving forward. I, I don't know. I get, I get excited about kind of what that's going to look like even in this next year. Larry? You know, when, when the children of Israel got to the promised land, it was like God gave them good news, bad news. Good news is this is your land. Bad news is those people don't know it. And so there's going to be some challenges as we explore, and we're aware of that. And the thing that excites me, there's, there's two buckets that excite me. One is, is family, of course. Uh, and what we try to do is instill biblical values in families. And we're blessed at, at Pathway in that we have a, a large number of young families and so we're doing a, a parenting conference June the 26th, and then uh, through Home Builders, we do three annual retreats. And so th- that is an area I'm always excited about. And another area, another bucket, if you will, is leadership. Uh, I'm firmly convinced that uh, if we're going to grow, we have to develop leaders. And these guys up here have done an excellent job of pouring into and developing leaders. Uh, at, at Pathway, we, we have a tremendous blessing because we have layers of leadership. I mean, we have leadership through our deacons. We have leadership through small group leaders. We have leadership through the team uh, ministry groups. And uh, that, that's something that you don't find. And uh, while I'm along that line... Whether you realize it or not, the guys that you have up here to my right, uh, they could pastor and do really well in any of our churches. And we're blessed to have this many qualified, dedicated leaders in Pathway. And I think that's why we have grown, and I'm excited about how we're going to grow because of that. Thanks, Larry. You know, I, uh, Mitchell said, you know, that we had a, a hard conversation that first night before we had to cancel. That's his nice way of saying Jeremy was a jerk. And uh, anyway, it's, uh, you know, we, I'm blessed to have these guys. I'm blessed to have these guys around me and that, uh, you know, when, when we move forward and when, uh, when things are tough, we talk, we talk open and we can share 
back and forth. And, uh, and one of the most exciting things over the past few years for me has, has been the development of this team, the development as a staff, the openness that we have, because that is crucial to us being able to, to help move forward and to develop everything else, uh, you know, that we work with here. And so I'm excited this year just seeing how the, that we've worked this past year, how we've adapted, how all of our individual teams here have adapted. Um, that ability to, to turn on a dime, that ability to shift and to change and, and to do what, what so many, not just us on stage, but what so many else uh, of you here at Pathway and those who are, some who aren't here today have done that have made this ministry still fulfill our purpose through a very difficult year. And so I'm excited um, to get back to being able to build upon what we've learned, what we've changed, what we've done. Uh, and I'm really excited uh, about some of the outreach um, you know, endeavors that we're uh, going to have this season. Um, I had a, a phone call with somebody here in the church that was calling and just and talking to me that they were burdened about evangelism and burdened about doing it. And, and I was letting them talk because I loved the fact that they were saying all of the things that we had just decided on at our staff retreat and in our staff meetings uh, because it just let me know it's that confirmation that where God is moving in the hearts of people at Pathway is also where he's moved us as a staff. Thank you for listening. We encourage you to take some next steps this week. One, what are you excited about this coming school year? Email us with your answer at info at pathwaybaptist.com. Two, decide which bucket you need to explore this year to help fulfill God's vision for your life. Vision, basics, leadership, evangelism, family, or finances. Three, attend the neighborhood outreach event on June 5th at 9 a.m. For more information about small groups, Pathway Kids, or anything Pathway-related, contact us at pathwaybaptist.com slash connect.